Welcome to the RodeoKids.com podcast. I am your host, Kia Marie Widmer, and today we're going to be talking about a few topics that I think we can all relate to. They've definitely been surfacing um, in my life personally and with the people that um, I get to talk to on a regular basis, and those things are confidence, what other people think about us, trusting our path, and what it means to chase our dreams. So, We're going to get started on that and uncover some things and motivate you guys to get to that next level and continue to pursue those things and overcome the obstacles that we see in front of us and how to turn our obstacles into opportunities. Welcome to the RodeoKids.com podcast, where we empower youth to be their best selves through the values and traditions of the rodeo and Western lifestyle. Again, welcome to the Rodeo Kids podcast. We are so grateful to have you here, and we hope that today we can just give you a little perspective and help just make life a little bit better. We're all humans and we all sometimes struggle with our confidence and what other people think about us and trust in that path and remembering to chase our dreams. And one thing that helps keep me going when I have days that I'm doubting myself is this little note on my desk. And I'm going to read this to you because I have to look down on it and really remind myself of these two things that are on my desk, actually. The first is the struggle that you are facing today is a test to see if you're truly committed to the life you say you want. How often do we say that we want something, but yet we don't want to do what it takes to get it? You know, that's something that I have to remind myself of a lot. When you have big goals and big dreams, they don't come to you easy. Nowhere in the Bible that I read does it say, hey, this is going to be easy. I put you on this path so that you can have everything you want. Everything will be so easy and you'll never have a struggle in your entire life. I wish it said that sometimes, but it doesn't. And as we all know, It's in those moments that we struggle and that we have to fight for our confidence and remember who we are in him that we build our faith and that we learn to trust his path. Um, So we have the struggle that we're facing today as a test to see if you're truly committed to the life you say you want. And then the other one is that it's John 10, 10, and it says he comes to give you life and give it more abundantly. I get caught up in forgetting that God wants us to win and he wants us to be successful. And it's just really important to keep those little reminders near. He doesn't want us to have to get so down on ourselves that we give up by any means. No, he wants to give life to us abundantly. We just have to trust him and turn to him. And when (laughs) that's a lot of what confidence is in my eyes um, is having the strength to give up, to actually give up your strength and have the courage to let God lead you through those tough times. And that's where your confidence is going to come when we learn to trust God. And I also love the serenity prayer, um, you know, where it says, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can and the knowledge to know the difference. So let's dissect this. And some of you have heard this before. We talked about it on, um, I posted a video about this on the Facebook page the other day. Uh, But you know, the serenity prayer, when we talk about God grant me the serenity, 
And the definition of serenity, according to the Oxford Dictionary, is the state of being calm, peaceful, and untroubled. So God grant me the serenity, the state of being calm, peaceful, and untroubled, to accept the things I cannot control. Now, if you are in a place that you can take and write down all of the things that are out of your control right now, I highly recommend you do it. If you're a rodeo competitor, you know, things like the weather, the draw, the way that the judge flags you or scores you, um, what other people say, uh, how your horse acts, you know, that's in your control to a certain extent. But when you're there competing that day and there's only so much you can do, freak things happen, um, it gets muddy, you know, there's just all kinds of things that are not in our control. That goat decided to jump right in your face or that bull stepped down on your foot and you know, we get to learn from that in life, everyday life. You know, we again, we can't control the weather. We can't control what other people say or do. Um, we can't control the thoughts and feelings that other people have. Uh, we want to sometimes, but we can't do that. So we want to be able to have the serenity to remain calm and peaceful and untroubled from those things and define what those things are in our life. And the next part of that is the courage to change the things that we can. That is a big one. It's really easy to try to come to peace with the things that you can't control, but finding the courage to face the things that you can can be something that we struggle with. That's something that I am really working on right now. There are some things that scare me, some things that make me uncomfortable. There are some conversations that I need to have that I'm just not used to having. And so I have been coming up with Loads and loads of excuses for reasons that I shouldn't do some of the things that I need to do. Um, one of them for me is asking for money and for help. My word of the year is help because I am not very good at asking for help. I am not very good at asking for support. I'm a very independent person. And so for me, that's a struggle. Um, and that's something that I get to overcome. You know, that's an obstacle. It's an opportunity for me to grow and for me to to just dive in. And as I say this, um, I haven't done it yet. So as I record this podcast, this is as much for me as it is for all of you listeners. And I am getting out of my slump just by saying this and it's pumping me up and it's getting motivated. So that's where if you need to say it to somebody, if you need to record it on a podcast, write it on a piece of paper, whatever it is, let's focus on the things. Let's find out the things that we can't control and let's figure out what we can. And then we're going to get that courage as we talk about it or as we write about it or as we pray about it. And hopefully you're doing all of those things. Um, so we want to have the courage to change those things. And maybe you're different than me. Maybe you are great at asking for help. You're used to having people there in your corner all the time. You're a little bit more dependent on people and you know that it's time to step outside of your comfort zone and start doing things on your own. If that's you, I want to encourage you to do it. You know, that ask your parents to step back, ask your coach, ask whatever situation that you're in to support you in stepping up by stepping back. And that can be a really hard conversation to have. And maybe you need some extra courage to have that. Um, but you can, you can do it and you just want to pray about it and it will come. And you know, there's all kinds of different scenarios and so many different personalities and so many different things that, um, we get to overcome in life and so many opportunities to grow and get stronger. So whichever one you're in, identify that by writing down what you need to change. 
and what you want to change and then finding the courage to do that. And lastly, it says, and the wisdom to know the difference. And that one comes from experience, my friends. Experience, prayers, education, conversations, asking questions, being vulnerable, and just being honest with yourself. Um, that it's really easy for me, at least, to lie to myself sometimes. I mean, I wish I wasn't saying that, but you know, to make those excuses and to tell myself things about myself that I know aren't true and whatnot. And so, um, when we say this prayer, we want the wisdom to know the difference and whether we get put in positions where we learn the difference through education or he just as gives us those signs and we have to trust that. And when he gives us those signs, again, we have to trust that he knows what he's talking about. So, um, I think when we embrace this serenity prayer, we get rid of a lot of the excess noise that we create ourselves. When I really first learned about this prayer was when I was in college and I had called my mom and it was my first semester and I was struggling. You know, I was just worried about so many things. I wasn't performing very well. I was outside of my comfort zone. I was just in my head all the time and my mom sent me a gift one day and it was this ring with the serenity prayer on it. And I just asked her, I said, what's that? And she's like, Cam, you are so focused on the things that are out of your control that you are not focusing on who you really are and what your purpose is and what your abilities are. You're letting these outside forces and outside things that are out of your control completely affect um, who you are and what is in your control. So that was a big game changer for me. And I hope that it is for you too. Uh, some people have even, I put this in my hat band. I've seen other people put it in their hat band. Um, I wear, I lost that ring one day, unfortunately, but I do have a ring that has a cross on it that I wear all day, every day, morning and night. And when I look down on that, it reminds me of that first ring that my mom gave me. And it reminds me to say that prayer. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. And that definitely has helped my confidence. And it reminds me all the time of of who I am and what I can do. And it helps me get re-centered and refocused. And as we go in depth a little further about confidence, um, the things that we can change you know, that goes into our practice, that goes into our daily routine, that goes into our thoughts, that goes into our emotions. And sometimes those take a lot of practice to control. One thing that I did when I was in high school, again, I got really frustrated and I even told my dad one day that I hated him. And that's never been true. But I had so much on my plate and I had allowed myself to get so stressed out. And this is where we gain wisdom, you know, you go through those processes and you'll learn from them. Um, but I got really angry one day and I went outside and I just sat by myself in the barn around my horses. And I think we had goats at the time too. And I just sat there and I cried and I let it all out. And I decided that this was no way to live and that I didn't mean that. And I was going to never put myself in a position where I would feel that way again. And I knew that I had to get the negative thoughts out of my head. And that was in my control. So I started replacing every negative thought that I had with two positive thoughts. Because I didn't necessarily even replace it. I just, for every one that I had, I would then follow it up with two positive thoughts. And before too long, 
I was able to just automatically counteract those negative thoughts and see the bright side of things. Um, and that's just a practice, one simple thing that you can do if you find yourself in that situation. Um, you know, our practice schedules, maybe we can't practice as often as we want. Um, maybe that means that we get to have grace for ourselves and we accept that we're going to be very strategic about the practices that we have. So we're going to make a plan and focus on what we need to work on rather than just going into practice blind. Uh, too often, I think we see people, at least in my lessons and stuff, and I get to continue getting better about this also that we're not building from one practice to the next that we are just saying okay i'm gonna go practice let's load the calves let's saddle the horses let's go to the barn let's do this and then we get there and we rope calves but we've never actually written down what we needed to work on that day from the last practice or from when we've been roping the bale or when we when we made our last barrel run or when we exercised our horse last. Um, so making a strategic plan is something that's in your control. And that goes for work, that goes for school, that goes for working out, that goes for uh, your relationships and your friendships. Just knowing what you want to build on and being honest with yourself as to where you're at, where you want to go, and what it takes to get there. And once we've faced those kinds of things and once we've become disciplined towards having purposeful practice and meaning behind that and in our relationships and with ourselves, that's going to give us the confidence to know that we're doing what it takes to prepare. Um, it's like the five P's. And that goes with the five P's, where proper preparation prevents poor performance. So we want to be prepared, and that's going to allow us to have that confidence when we know that we have spent the time in the arena strategically utilizing every minute of every day that we have to be successful and to go after our goals. And confidence comes from practice and putting ourselves in situations that are difficult and overcoming them and facing those challenges and finding the positive. We always love the phrase, win or learn, we never lose. And when we focus on the positives first and give ourselves credit for the things that we do right, give ourselves grace for the things that we do wrong, always seek to improve and not dwell on the things that didn't work, but learn from them. That's where that confidence will come over time. And you're gonna go through valleys. There's no doubt, I think every single person that you talk to who has any sort of success, even the ones who don't like to admit that anything was tough are going to tell you that, yeah, there's been tough times and that's okay. That's part of it. So we get to embrace those tough times. And when we're going through those valleys and we're bogged down because it's watery and it's mucky and it's muddy and it's nasty and it doesn't feel like we can feel think clear and we're frustrated, it's important to remember in those days that that's where the grass grows. That's where the crops grow. That's where we see all of the nutrition and the, the trees. And that's where the cows are that we eat and the, and the gardens and all of that that feeds us and fuels us. That's in the valleys. It's not on top of the mountain. So we all get to go through those and we get to take that as nourishment. Those lessons are what are going to fuel us to get to the top of the mountain. And it is up to us to decide and make the choice that those times, those tough days, those times that we're struggling with confidence, those times that we fear, that we doubt, that we worry, that we're again bogged down and muddy, we get to choose how we think about those times. So just really make sure 
that in those moments, and you can have bad moments, don't get me wrong, you can yell, scream, cry, stomp your feet, throw your sucker in the dirt for a minute, and then you get to pick it back up, and you get to keep on moving. And continuing to do that, making the choice to fight through it, and to see the good, that's how you're gonna continue to get stronger. You can get stuck in a valley, by all means. You can get in a marsh, you can get in sinking sand, but when you're in that position, we get to reach out to somebody and we get to ask for help and somebody will come and pull us out if we choose to ask. And that's a powerful, it's an insightful thing. It's something that we have to do ourselves and we get to do ourselves to continue to make us stronger. And again, as we do these things, this is when we gain our confidence. So I just want to touch upon, because it goes right into everything that we've said before, especially in the first part of the serenity prayer, um, what other people think about us. One is out of our control. Two is none of our business. Three is a conglomeration of things that have happened in their life that we might not be aware of at all. So let me explain that a little further. So we are comprised of the experiences that we have from childhood until the day that you listen to this podcast. It's all the experiences that we have that make up who we are, what we think, what we believe, um, what we say, and what we think about other people. And so say that 10 years ago, I was in a situation and where something went really wrong and we had a conversation with a friend and it didn't go well and we got in this big fight and it was all a misunderstanding and it was really scary and it was heartbreaking and it was just a really tough deal. And now let's fast forward to today and you and I are sitting at a table and we're about to have a disagreement and I instantly get mad and you start thinking that I'm thinking certain things about you but it actually has to do with that situation that happened 10 years ago with another person before you and I were even friends. And that is making me think and act a certain way. So then you start thinking that you know what I'm thinking and that I'm acting this way because of a certain reason, but really it has absolutely nothing to do with you. And I know that's kind of confusing and that comes in good situations and bad situations. Uh, you know, in this one that we're talking about while we're having this conversation, maybe you didn't think that anything was wrong at all and you're gonna handle it totally different and it's gonna be totally fine. But I, based on my situation 10 years ago, am up in arms and my guard is up and I'm scared and I'm worried because of that. So that's where we just need to be careful that we don't try to claim to know what other people are thinking or why they react a certain way because 90% of the time it has absolutely nothing to do with us and they're really not thinking the things that we think we are. Uh, there's a book called You Can Be Happy No Matter What and that's where that statistic comes from that 90% of the time that we think we know what other people are thinking they're really not thinking that at all. Um, so just be careful when we talk about what other people think of us, because um, again, it is none of our business. And letting that affect us in a negative way does nobody any good. So just focus on what's in your control and don't worry about what other people's thoughts are because those are out of your control. And comparing ourselves to others, let's talk about that. This could have a podcast all by itself, but I've been, lately this has also been surfacing again and again through podcasts, through conversations, through thoughts with myself, through reading my Bible, quotes, all kinds of things about 
comparing us to others, ourselves to others. And in the Stephen Furtick Elevation podcast the last couple weeks, it reminded me that God didn't make us to be the same. And we're not meant to be good at everything. And that when he made the fish, he made them to swim in the sea. He made the birds to fly in the air. He made the plants to grow on the earth. He made every animal different and he made them specifically for a reason and a purpose and they, every single individual one of us serves a different purpose and so when we start comparing one person's goals or dreams or path to ours we're cheating ourselves out of our own like maybe we were made to be a bird and we're comparing ourselves to a fish but in this podcast he was talking about okay what if you put a bird in a fishbowl What's going to happen? It doesn't work very well, does it? Or if you take a fish out of water, what happens then? You know, that doesn't work very well either. So when we talk about comparing ourselves to each other, we have to ask, who are you comparing yourself to and why? Are you trying are you a bird trying to put yourself in a fishbowl? Are you a fish trying to walk on land because it just doesn't work and we all get to be unique and different and chase our dreams and our paths in our own special way that God has laid out for us. And now I want to talk about chasing those dreams. And I want to remind you what it means to chase. And to chase is the act of pursuing. And to pursue means to employ measures to obtain or accomplish something. So let's break that down even further. What does measure mean? To employ measures. Used as a noun, measures is a plan or course of action taken to achieve a particular purpose. That means that when we have dreams and we're chasing those dreams, that we have to get out there and make it happen. We have to create a plan or a course of action that we can take to achieve a particular purpose. And it is not going to happen by itself. And that, again, goes back to the courage to change the things that I can and to chase that dream and to go down that path and to continue to fight for whatever it is that you believe in and whatever path that God sent you down. And I love too in the Cody Johnson documentary, if you haven't seen it yet, it's called Dear Rodeo by Cody Johnson. It is phenomenal. It's an awesome Western lifestyle related movie. It applies to anybody though. There's so many cool things in there. And one thing that I loved that he talked about his dream and it was to be a bull rider and he chased it and he did what he could do. And then he found out along the way that that wasn't his only plan, that that wasn't all that God had for him. And I, you got to chase it with all your heart, but on the way, be open to whatever it is God has in store for you. For Cody Johnson, look at the stage that he's on now. God's plan for him was to be a musician through the rodeo world first and foremost, and then branch out. And he is changing lives with his music, including the Dear Rodeo song. Uh, But when we chase those dreams, by all means, go at it with all your heart and chase them. Don't just sit and wait for them to happen. Go after them and make them happen and be willing to adjust if God tells you it's time to adjust because that day might come. And that just gets to be another opportunity and never keep yourself so closed off to not see other opportunities. Definitely 100% stay focused on your dreams, stay focused on your goals, 
and stay open to seeing the opportunities that come along the path. There's only a very, very, very small percentage of us that get to be world champions. I wanted to be a world champion. Heck, I still do want to be a world champion. But God and I now know, but he wants me more importantly to make a difference in the world of youth through rodeo. And maybe I get to be a world champion because of it, but just don't get so focused on the end goal, the trophy, that we forget the purpose behind what we're doing. And that's another thing when it comes to confidence. We're going to backtrack to that and then we're going to wrap this up. That in order to have confidence, we want to focus on the process and the end goal. The end goal is not just a saddle or a trophy. Once we get that saddle or a trophy, it's gone. It's just, it's a sitting physical thing that we can touch and that we can look at. And it's a memory, but it is not necessarily make us go out there and make a difference in the lives of others. Maybe winning that saddle is a stepping stone for a bigger purpose. You know, for me, when I got to be successful as a goat tire in high school, it led to the opportunity to help other kids through clinics and lessons. And that's the true victory in life is when we get to make a difference in the lives of others and to do God's work for him. And when we are doing it for those reasons, that confidence will come. And it can be tough. And there, like I said before, there will be ups and downs. But you will have the confidence to get through those hard times when you are doing it for the better good of others and to make a positive difference in the world versus when we just do it for trophies. And that's important for parents to remember too that while your kids are young and they're working hard and they're striving towards these goals and they write down their goals, I want to win a saddle, I want to win a buckle, to have the conversation with them that says, what are you going to do after that? What is it going to mean to you? How are you going to help others through this? Because at the end of the day, folks, we are all in this together and we get to support each other and we get to continue to grow and get you continue to learn and make the world a better place together. So take those trophies, take those buckles, take those goals, find a way to be prosperous from them, have confidence in the end goal, and just remember God loves you. God grant you the serenity to accept the things you cannot change, the courage to change the things that you can and the wisdom to know the difference. Good luck, everybody. Safe travels, and God bless as you are chasing those gold buckle dreams. Once again, thank you for tuning in to the RodeoKids.com podcast. Thank you for tuning in to the RodeoKids.com podcast. We invite you to give us a follow on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok where we share videos and information about our Rodeo Kids ambassadors and just all kinds of cool stuff to help you get up and down the road and chase those gold buckle dreams. Anytime you hear a podcast that helps you, please share it with your friends because, again, we're in this together, and if it helped you, there's somebody else who needs to hear it too. Last but not least, if you are interested in supporting RodeoKids.com and our efforts to empower youth to be the best versions of themselves through the values and traditions of the Western life, you can shoot us an email at info at RodeoKids.com or purchase one of our t-shirts, sweatshirts, or caps. All of our apparel proceeds go towards creating more opportunities for youth and families in the Western industry. You can find all of that at RodeoKids.com.